Hi, I am Kelly Berry, VP of Operations here at Fitness Revolution. And here at FR, we empower fitness business owners to build and grow profitable fitness businesses that they are passionate about. And we do that through a combination of our coaching process, our content, and our proprietary fitness business alignment system. We provide the long-term solution to ending burnout in fitness business owners. So welcome back to our What's Working Now content series where we are surfacing and sharing what's working right now, um, wh how it's getting done, some best practices, and things like that from our very own FR community. I'm really excited for this episode today. We are going to be talking with Corey Kripe of Fitness Lying Down in La Crosse, Wisconsin, about something that he's not only super passionate about, but something he's really, really good at. Um, which is sandbag training. And it's not just any sandbag training. Corey's going to walk us through all of that in just a few minutes. Um, but that is what we're here to talk about. Uh, so who is Corey? Uh, Corey, uh, I have actually the honor and the pleasure of working with Corey. I'm his success coach at FR. Um, so I'm excited for you all to get to know him better as well. Uh, professionally, Corey has a BS in exercise and sports science with an emphasis in fitness um, and a concentration in strength and conditioning. Got his degree from UW Lacrosse. That's right, Corey. Yes. And all the way back in 2001. Nice. For some of us, that doesn't seem like all the way back, but, you know, it's a while ago. Something super interesting about Corey, he did an internship with the Chicago Bulls strength and conditioning staff in August of 20, 2001. Um, he has been in the fitness industry ever since then, carried out a lot of different roles, like personal trainer, manager, corporate wellness director, all the way up to 2014, which is when he opened his own studio, Fitness Lying Down. He then became a DVRT master trainer in 2017. Um, and since then, he's been running his business, instructing DVRT workshops, certifications, and other corrective exercise courses nationwide. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh, personally, uh, he has been married almost 20 years. Uh, this October has three amazing children. And fun fact about Corey, he used to be a male cheerleader in college, a stuntman. <laughs> a stuntman. That's, I don't know... That surprises me, Corey, because you don't seem overly enthusiastic. You're pretty even, positive, very positive, but very even. I don't Not cheerleading, like right? Cheerleading going on. Yeah. And, yeah. Anything else uh, they should know about you that I left out? Well, I mean, no. I that sums up my life pretty well. Uh, but I do want to clarify the the male cheerleader thing. Okay. That when I went to UW Lacrosse for my freshman year. I have a, I had, well, I had a cousin at the time that was a senior and she was doing cheer all four years. Like that was her thing. And she talked me into doing this and I thought, well, what a great way to meet people and, you know, do some athletic things. Cause it is quite athletic. And I did quite enjoy it until they showed me the uniform I'd be wearing. <laughs> and then I said, you know, I'm going to be good for the app. Not, no, nope, I'm done. So <laughs> I quickly retired. You didn't make it very long. No, All I right. enjoyed I enjoyed the athleticism. The camaraderie was great, but I just couldn't see myself on the sideline wearing what that was going to be. Understandable. Awesome. Well, um, so 
let's just get right into what we're here to talk about. So we're here to talk about DVRT and ultimate sandbag training. Uh, we mentioned, or I mentioned, that Corey is a master trainer. So not only does he train others on the system, he uses it in his own gym and has, have you used it since you started your gym or is it something that you incorporated once you got started? Yeah, great question. No, I incorporated it. This is the reason why I started Fitness Lying Down was I wanted to revolve around what I thought was just the ultimate sandbag. I went mm-hmm. to a Perform Better Summit, kind of got juked into going into one of these hands-on. I had no business. I wanted nothing to do with sandbags, really had no, no idea about it. But I was at a point in my career where I wasn't really too happy where I was in the fitness industry. I was getting bored and I was getting burnt out. And um, this, you know, as they say, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. Mm -hmm. And so I found myself with these ultimate sandbags and I was like, this is amazing. And I was just thinking to myself, if I ever started gym, I kind of wanted to revolve around this because this is quite unique. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm sure that's where you met Josh Hinkin there. Yep. Yeah. He was the, he was the guy doing the hands-on and in Josh's form, the the hands-on was titled, you know, how to improve your group training experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, absolutely. That's what I want to do. And then I just walk in. I'm thinking, what the heck are these things on the floor? Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, Kelly, the first exercise that he introduced us to back, I mean, this was before 2014. I mean, this must have been like 2012, somewhere around there, was that we did, uh, we did a certain exercise and I've had a problem with low back um, pain and, you know, whatever for most of my adult life. And I went to do the first exercise, first rep on the first day, the first hour of this three-day summit, and I tweaked my back. And I was like, oh, no, because I just knew typically when something like that happens, I'm going to be on the sidelines. It's going to, you know, I can't do anything. This is the first Mm -hmm. day, first hour of a three-day workshop. And it was the next cue that he gave. He said, make sure that you really, you know, we're holding the bag in what we call a front-loaded position. He's telling us, Really pull the bag into your body, grip the ground with your feet, you know, and I did that for the second rep and I came back out of it and there was no back pain. I was like, well, that's crazy. And for the rest of the summit, there was no effect of any kind of low back issue. And that's actually, so it wasn't just the bag. It was, there was something to this. Mm -hmm. And as you mentioned, I mean, 2001 wasn't that long ago for a lot of us, but in the fitness industry, it'd been around for a while. And so to date myself, there was really no Facebook at the time to follow this on. So I had to do, you know, YouTube was pretty new. So I had to start following on YouTube and subscribe mm-hmm. to the newsletters and all the information coming out of DVRT. I was just, I was eating it up because it felt like finally there was answers to my questions when it came to how to better train somebody, how to better program. And so that when it came time to start fitness lying down. And the great thing is, is that the equipment bought some sandbags and it didn't cost us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we started from there and now we have quite a few sandbags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Josh is a, a longtime friend of us here at FR. We used to have him speak at a lot of our events, especially when we were doing um, a lot of events that involved like training education. Um, so I personally have filled and moved and <laughs> hundreds of sandbags um, over those years of yes. prepping for those events. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. So I guess tell us a little bit. So, you know, most of the people who are going to be watching and listening to this, they have a gym, they're using, you know, their own training methodology. Talk a little bit about like how somebody could just start using sandbags or why they would want to in their gym. 
Yeah, no, and that's a great point, a uh, great comment. And to kind of add to that, though, is that a lot of people think DVRT is just sandbags. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, it's sandbag trading, and you know, but I could do barbell stuff, I could do this. But DVRT in itself is a system of training, and it's not just exclusive to the ultimate sandbag. We can use kettlebells, we can use resistance bands, we can use suspension trainers, body weight, uh, some other functional training tools as we like to call them. So that's the neat thing about this is that it's not like you have to just invest in sandbags to make this go. You might be a gym that has kettlebells already and you're using resistance bands, but how you can use the system to better improve your, your training experience, your programming experience, and your training, your client's experience as well. That's where I think that this really sets itself above. I'll be honest, over 20 years in this industry, I've actually never seen a system of training like this where there's actually kind of a flow chart of like, this is how you progress somebody and this is how you regress somebody. Mm-hmm. And which is very pivotal when, when somebody comes into your gym and you know the last training session was 100%, they rocked it. All of a sudden they come in and they just had a, a bad day. <laughs> and instead of lowering the weight on everything, which is typically an answer, and that's one of the the variables because DVRT stands for dynamic variable resistance training. So that certainly is one of the variables that you could adjust in that program. But as we find out um, through the system is that there's a lot of other variables that you can use. So for instance, um, let's just say we're pre- we're doing an exercise with the ultimate sandbag. We're pressing overhead. So the bag's resting on our fist. And we're standing on both feet because that's typically how we usually press over our head. And, you know, you got to wait. So whatever that weight is, 20, 30, 40 pounds. And usually what will happen is that somebody does this exercise and they're like, you know what, this is getting kind of easy. Can we go up and wait? And that's kind of like, but wait, there's more for you. Mm -hmm. And so I'll take them from a standing position and I'll change their body position. So now I put them on both knees which everybody will tell you is exponentially more difficult to press. So now that same weight, whether it's 20, 30, or 40 pounds, has increased 5 to 10 pounds without even changing the load. So Mm -hmm. that's the neat thing about that is you don't have to go moving around sandbags, which makes it really ideal for like a group training experience when you got a bunch of people going around and you're trying to shuffle weight around. Like, okay, you use this weight instead of that weight. Let me Mm -hmm. exchange for you. And time is priceless, as we know, in group training. We can't just sit there and be exchanging weights and eating up the clock. So if we can put somebody on both knees, then that makes it challenging. And then if it's still a little bit easy, we can go to what we call a half kneeling position. So Mm -hmm. now you're kind of like at the bottom of the lunge. And the great thing about this is now you have frontal plane instability. So you're trying to press up and down, but you have to resist side to side motion. And that really ties in a lot of things, especially through the core muscles, as everybody likes. I mean, that's kind of the fad word for how many decades now. Mm -hmm. But in reverse, if you had somebody come in, and they're going to be pressing on both knees, but they're having an off day. You know, they don't feel a hundred percent. Well, I might, without them even knowing it, be like, okay, let's take you up to both feet now. Like, I'm not going to put you on the knees. You're just going to stand over at press. I'm not changing the weight. And I'll, you know, they're like, yeah, that that feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, where before it might have just like it might have crossed that threshold for them and have been too much. Their body mm-hmm. might have, their their mind might have been ready for that. So that's that's I think one of the big things I love about DVRT is the systems. So whether you're using kettlebells or resistance bands or ultimate sandbags. Um, okay. The great thing though about using the ultimate sandbag is the feedback mechanism. So as I mentioned earlier, the first exercise that I did, we had a bag in the front loaded position. So what that means is that it's high and tight on your chest and the crook of your arms. 
And so it's not, not to be, re, uh, not to be confused with like a front squat kind of position where you're holding a barbell, but because you can have such a tension building experience with the ultimate sandbag and the top part of your body that helps to connect the lower part of your body. So we've seen people that are unable to do lunges and we know in the training on the training floor, how do you solve the lunge problem? How can you help people build a better lunge without just saying, keep doing the poor ones you're doing more because eventually mm-hmm. it's going to get better. And so if I put that ultimate sandbag in that front loaded position, I can use that as a form of feedback. So as they're driving down into that lunge, they can push their body into the bag as a way to help them lower and to rise out of that lunge. So it's not just about using the, using the bag for resistance purposes, which it surely does, but you can also really use it for feedback purposes to help people learn a pattern better. Yeah. So who do you work with in, at Fitness Lying Down? What's your ideal client like, um, age? You know, what are the people that you find benefit the most from training like this? Well, who benefits the most is, I mean, I know this sounds like such a blanket term, but everybody, mm-hmm. who's my ideal client? Somebody that's around my same age that has no injuries. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> love that. Love those people. But I like to think of Fitness Lying Down as the land of misfit toys. Um, we have so many people that come to us from other gyms that just have been burnt by other gyms, you know, like their, their model of intensity is that you're just jumping forever while people end up with pain knees. As I mentioned, the lunge problem, well, just keep doing more lunges. It'll get better. Well, their knees hurt, their backs hurt when they squat, their shoulders hurt when they overhead press. And they come to us because they've heard how we've actually helped. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people like, this is a gym. We don't fix people, but we can help you be better by having a better awareness of your movement patterns, by helping you understand what the intent of the exercise is rather than just the task. I think a lot of gyms chase the task for good reasons because, hey, we got to get work done. But when you have somebody that's coming in that's 60, 70 years old, that's got problems with their knees, I mean, we got to have better solutions for them. And that's what I love to say that we have with DVRTs. We have better solutions for the people. So as I mentioned, I mean, all these different progressions, we might have, I think of um, our group training, we have different stations as most gyms would have, like that's just mm-hmm. the most efficient way. But in that station, we're, we're going to have three different levels of exercises. So exercise one, and it's not, not about the weight, but exercise one might be the lowest progression squat that we have. So that's going to help somebody learn more of that squat pattern. Where level two is, again, the intermediate. So maybe we change how we're holding the bag or our body position. And then level three is just a really advanced thing that you have to have earned to get to that level. So that's what we always like to say is, we're not going to let you just jump to the level. You have to show us first that you're proficient to the previous level before you get to move to the next level. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you have just started training a few athletes. Yes. yes correct. Just recently. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So tell me, um, like how, how are you using the system to help them with, I think it's just kind of like some off season strength conditioning. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, it was just something that fell into our laps. I mean, we weren't searching for this, but their mom happens to be one of our clients and she's really, enjoying the philosophy. I mean, that's the thing is you get a lot of clients here that this is totally new for them. I mean, it was new for me in the beginning as well, but it's like, I've never seen anything like this. I've never had so much success because my low back pain isn't happening when I do deadlifts, my, you know, all this. And she just knew that her daughters being young athletes, um, middle school and high school could benefit from this kind of system of training 
And yeah, so as they come in, we're using it. Here's what we do though, because it's a system, you have a starting spot. Mm-hmm. So like anybody else, we start them there. And I think any of your listeners out here that are following along, I mean, just imagine yourself with an adolescent female um, trying to teach them how to deadlift, how to hinge. <laughs> you know, it's such a train wreck. To, mm-hmm. You know, like what is the way that we could do this that is impactful and meaningful to the point that they're going to remember the pattern. I know there's some tricks that we've used in the past that initially like, oh, okay, the hinge is cleaned up. You know, we'll put like a PVC on their back and we'll have them hold on to that. So as they go to the hinge, you know, keep your, your head, shoulders, and your sacrum on that PVC. Mm-hmm. But that really doesn't have a lasting effect to when they now have to address, let's say a kettlebell, a barbell, a sandbag. Mm-hmm. So there's better ways, there's better external cues that we can use through the ultimate sandbag using DVRT that can help clean up that that hinge, which is a pretty important movement pattern for life and especially in sports. So we're not taking any chances. We're not being like, okay, you girls are athletes. Let's just dive into all the hard stuff first. They need a good foundation of strength. I mean, that's what all athletes need right away is that foundation of strength. Then you can start building on top of other things. And so for us, yeah, we build that foundation of strength. And then we can start having fun as we resist planes of motion, as we begin to move into planes of motion, all these different planes of motion, because that's that's real life, but that's also life on the court, life on the field, mm-hmm. is that you're not just doing sagittal up and down, forward and backwards. There's a lot of rotation that could be happening, a lot of lateral shifting, cutting, things like this that we had to prepare the body for so that it can be strong to resist. And that's kind of our big thing here is that strength isn't so much about what you can lift, it's about what you can resist to be resilient in these different planes of motion. So you can become efficient in your movement. Nice. So um, a couple of like kind of closing questions before we get into like how people can learn more about it. But um, what is your absolute favorite thing about using sandbags in the DVRT system? I mean, I kind of alluded to earlier, but especially as a trainer though, making programs has never been more fun. Um, so having that know-how of like what the next level of training is. So we, it's a lot of our advanced clients. I mean, we have such a sustainable environment here, as you know, being my coach and you see our retention rates and things like this, that I'll take people like we have some advanced people. I'll take them all the way to the top of like the highest form of, of advancement of progressions, you know, bags on the shoulder. They're in a split squat position, doing a little bit of a rotation through their shoulder. I mean, all this different stuff. But then we'll always go back to the basics. But every time we go back to the the fundamental uh, exercises, those uh, baseline exercises, the bag has now become, or the kettlebell or whatever, has become extremely heavier than the first time. Mm -hmm. So there's a different meaning because their squat, their hinge, their press, whatever that exercise might be, has become so strong because they've built up so much resiliency in their body as they do this. So as we're making programs now, it's it's a lot easier for me than just trying to like rack my brain against what should we do to improve this client's, you know, X, Y, or Z. It's okay. Here's where they've been. Here's where I know they're going. And here's how we're going to get there. And I know that now it's time that we start moving in this different plane of motion. It's time that we move the, the bag over here. Instead of a bag, we're going to use a kettlebell or vice versa. So mm-hmm. that for me is such a great thing. But it's also, as I mentioned earlier, how that we can make an audible at the line during the training experience. So for instance, I had a gentleman in the other day, of course, doesn't tell me about this when he comes in, but he goes to do an exercise and I kind of see him like wince and, you know, he moves the weight down quickly to set it down. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, my shoulder's kind of pinchy today. 
and say, okay, well, I wish you would have told me this earlier, but without having to really do a lot of thinking anymore, because this has become so automatic for me, I can be able to make a difference in his programming that takes that shoulder problem away. And he's still able to work the shoulder. So we don't avoid the spots. Mm-hmm. We actually work with what's happening because we're so much more knowledgeable about how the body moves and how to train that. So the whole reason why I went to school for this, because I was loving, you know, working out strength training as most people do. And that's why they want to do this longer is now I could take the fun I was having and start applying it with some science. And even in the university level, I don't think there was a lot of that going on per se. It's when I started having to go down the rabbit holes, learning more about movement stuff, learning about this. And then finally I stumbled upon DVRT that I could put this all together so I can make a quick uh, change at the line and not lose my cool. Cause I know sometimes old Corey, if somebody got quasi injured in the, uh, I should say young Corey, I'm old now, but if somebody got injured on the training floor, I flip out a little bit. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm freaking out. Like, okay, let's just, let's either call it a day or let's just skip that exercise entirely. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, nope. You know, we're going to keep working this, but we're going to change the level of intensity by X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I know a lot of people love to program, but I would say the majority of the people, if they've been doing it for a long time, they, they probably don't describe programming as uh, having fun. You know, (laughs) it's just kind of something that's got to be done. So that's the great, the great thing as well is as you generate more and more clients, there's more and more programs to create. Mm-hmm. And we're not a cut, copy, and paste kind of gym. So, you know, all the clients, they're paying us for that service of personal training. So we've got to make sure this is personal. But because there is such a system that not only have I learned, but my other coaches here have learned that one of my coaches actually has taken over a lot of the programming. Mm-hmm. And of course, I monitor, I, I prove a lot of it. You know, I'm looking through it. But she understands how that goes. Like, okay, here's the next progression. Here's where we're going. This is the uh, sequence of exercises in the program in itself. So it's actually really easy to systemize Mm -hmm. and teach other people that you don't have to be sitting there over the weekend, missing time with your family because you've got to get ready for next week's programs. Yeah, that's huge. So uh, next question, what is your favorite exercise? I kind of like feel like I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure I, was gonna say, I, was, I feel like favorite exercises is kind of like, you know, your favorite song. It's like, well, it kind of depends on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been really enjoying step ups recently. Okay. And one of the ways that I like to do a step up is, uh, you know, surprise, surprise with an ultimate sandbag. Mm-hmm. And I will put the, the ultimate sandbag on a shoulder. And so I really have to resist because the bag now higher up on my body and the shoulder, like you can hold a kettlebell in a rack position, but because that implement is so close to the midline of your body, you have more stability, you Mm -hmm. have a little more control. But when I take a heavy ultimate sandbag, I throw it on my shoulder. Well, that's farther away from the midline. There's more frontal plane things that want to happen. So as I'm driving up on a really high box, and what we've learned is that step-ups are not like the old 1980s and 90s Jane Fonda and uh, jazzercise things. But to really have that high box and create that that tension through the middle that you can effortlessly, well, I should say effortlessly, efficiently come up on. And then here's the goal with the step up is the step down. Mm-hmm. So we're not crashing down. So the whole time that I'm going up and down on this box and I've got like a really heavy bag on my shoulder, there's so many things going on that you have to focus on. And one of the reasons why I love DVRT, one of the many reasons, is you can't be thinking about what you're eating for supper tonight. Yeah. You know, what's going on later on in my life? I mean, you have to be all in focused on that exercise or you could fall over. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So It's a great thing. Our clients, I mean, 
they come in for an hour session, the hour's over, and they're, they can't believe how quickly that session went. And I think a lot of clients, they come in and they know they need to exercise. They know, they know they need to strength train. And we're trying to make it such an environment that's inviting and fun. But when you really have to focus on the intention of the movement, you're not even worried about the clock anymore. Mm-hmm. You're so honed in that it's like, okay, oh, it's time to go. Wow, I didn't even realize that it was that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like what a lot of people want is just to be present, like kind of escape all of those other things, focus on themselves, um, and really be in the moment, which sounds right. like that's what they need to be doing. So awesome. Well, yes. Well, thanks. We're um, at time. So I know you mentioned there are some upcoming uh, maybe workshops, certification, if you want to speak to those a little bit. And then if, if anybody has any questions, you know, how can they reach you? Yeah, best? absolutely. Yep. So um, we are in October actually holding in La Crosse, Wisconsin at Fitness Line Down, which I like to call the DVRT Mecca. Um, <laughs> is, we're having a level one certification along with um, a DVRT corrective exercise course. So one will be on a Friday and I, I forget what the dates are, but it's in October um, and I'll tell you where to find that. But we'll have a um, Saturday, I'm sorry, no Friday, Saturday and a Sunday. So all day okay. Saturday for one, all day Sunday for the other. You can choose to do both. You can choose to do one and or the other. You can go to DVRT Ultimate Sandbag Fitness and go to their courses, find that out. I can share that link so okay. that could be available. If you do have any questions about that, however, um, I and Fitness Line Down are highly available online. You can either email me at fitnesslinedown, all one word, at gmail.com, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Fitness Line Down. Um, oh, see this, uh, October 14th and 15th. I got, I got staff 14th. that's here listening. <laughs> October 14th and 15th. Anyway, so yeah, you can find us. Back, awesome. Yes, you yes. get a raise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Facebook, Instagram, you can find us at Fitness Lion Down and you could direct message us or anything like that. And we're very active on that. So your message won't be sitting there for hours and days waiting to get answered. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time, Corey. That was great. Um, it's definitely apparent how much you love DVRT um, and sandbags. And, you know, hopefully that was beneficial. I'm sure people um, have seen them or have wondered about them. So uh, now they know where to go if they have more questions. I truly hope they do. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your time with us today. We'll talk to you later. I appreciate the invite. Thank you. All right. Bye.